Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self Love is My Rehab, where we are all tired of abusing our addiction. I'm about to get my partner in crime, DC, on the line so we can start the show, so please tune in and love yourself. Yo, yo, DC, what's going on? What's up, Afrodisiac? How you doing? I'm good. I want to wish all the mothers, aunties, all the females out there, happy Mother's Day. You know, just you know, this 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 beautiful day. I slept the day away though, but happy Mother's Day to y'all. <laughs> Real shit. Real shit. It was nice and gloomy today. Made a person not want to do shit. I swear. <laughs> You know me, like a typical. I'm a typical last minute person. You know what I'm saying. So I did my Mother's Day shopping today, and yeah, <laughs> the urgency was a motherfucker. Last minute all the time. So mm-hmm. what's your vibe of the week? Is it about that? About the Mother's Day shopping? Well, you know, I could roll over into that. Hell yeah, that was the vibe of the goddamn week <laughs> because. You, because the thing is, you never know. Like, let's just like exclude the fact that it was just for Mother's Day. Like, when it comes to, like, birthdays, too, like, especially if you don't know what to get a person, like, it's the stressful, it's the most stressful thing ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? I even hate mm-hmm. uh, shopping for my kids half the time. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like she right. grows, like, overnight type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in certain shoe sizes, she wear, like, a size 10 in women, like, in certain shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's pretty much the peak thus far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't see her stopping anytime soon as far as in growth. Like in a minute, like when I'm going to argue with her, I'll be looking up seven feet high trying to argue with her. Like she's getting right. tall. Like I was naturally, well, I wouldn't say naturally, but I grew up to be, you know, a tall individual. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. kind of runs in the family. Like my uh, my grandmother was, uh, uh, was tall. My grandfather was tall. You know what I'm saying? I got a few uh, uncles here and there that was fairly tall as well. So like it kind of runs in the family, especially on the male side. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, like the fact that she's pretty much damn near up there with me, like she's past my shoulders now and I'm, I'm five eleven, shot six foot, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, she's pretty much damn near there. And it's like, if you don't pick up a basketball and dribble my nigga, (laughs) you, 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 that you stepping into basketball height, like real shit. Or she could be a model, you know what I'm saying? Or she could be a model. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean. At this weight, you know what I'm saying, she's got, because she's got the, she's got the skinny figure a little bit, but I hate to say it, she's, she's, she's portioning in those places that Aww. I don't want to see her, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but, you know, yeah, those, those are the growing pains of raising a daughter, dude, I swear for God, like, yeah. I don't know what the growing pains are as far as, like, with a, with a son, but I know, it's for, I know for damn sure that's, that's one of the growing pains for raising a daughter. Yeah, you know? it's still fucking with me. My nephew, his birthday's tomorrow. It's still fucking with me that oh, his yeah. voice is deep now. He'll be thirteen, like Lord Jesus. So I understand. Okay. I think like, well, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably taller than me. I haven't seen him since. Uh, yeah, he is taller than me when I went home for Thanksgiving. But um, well, so mm. to keep it a complex segment, I'm gonna keep it real short. So uh. I was watching The Girlfriends the other day, and William has said on there a saying that Tasha Mack said on the game. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute now. I know that game is a spinoff from Girlfriends, but I'm like, what does this mean? He was like, you don't think fat meat is greasy. So I went to go look up on Urban Dictionary, and it says this phrase is most commonly used when somebody has to find out the difference. Well, the difference the hard way, like like they got to find out the hard way about something. So I'm like, I'm about to start using that. When motherfuckers think they got me, like, all the way, for, oh, you don't think that means you're going to learn the hard way today. I thought yeah. that was funny. And yeah. my second my second keeping it complex is, um, have you ever had to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, but you kind of scared to get up because you don't know if it's closer to the time that you have to get up? you like, I just want to get all the sleep I can. Because, you know, sometimes we'll wake up and, like, say if you got to get up at 7 and you wake up and it's 6.55. And it's like, God damn, how am I going to get some five minutes back? Or have you ever 
Have you ever been in a situation where, like, you wake up and you look like, oh, okay, I got three hours to sleep, but you got to hurry up and run to the bathroom and pee before you wake up? Because when you wake up, it's hard to get back to sleep, and you just up for them three hours. <sighs> I had a hard-ass week. I just want to say that. <laughs> so but, the, the first version of that, the first version of that I had today, because, like, I had to pee really bad in this way. <laughs> The way the way it was gloomy this um today it was it made once I got up it made me feel like okay it's about like seven seven thirty ish so it's like I really got to pee so it's like you know if I if I do decide I want to go back to sleep I still got you know I still got a few hours to go like you know what I'm saying at least a good mm-hmm. solid three hours before I have to get up and actually start being productive and I looked at my motherfucking clock it's eleven thirty three twelve in the afternoon I was like well I guess I'm gonna get my black ass up and go ahead and pee. And then do what else I got to do because clearly I slept the goddamn morning away. So yeah, I yeah, yeah I felt I felt <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well now we're about to get into the shut me the fuck up topic. Y'all seen the promo video today? You know DC was doing a little strip tease for y'all. We talking about sex, but we talking about it, it from an entitlement issue standpoint. <laughs> So my first question is, um, why do you think we get possessive after having sex with someone? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, when you when you look at sex, you know some people some people tie that with their emotions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's a piece of us that we're giving to another person. So you know what I'm saying? Like that that changes the whole dynamic of what the relationship is, whether it's just, you know, kind of like on some friends with benefits type of shit, or, you know what I'm saying, it's something that's potentially leading into something serious. And Mm -hmm. if you look at it, you know, the wrongful thing to do, because, I mean, let's let's just be honest, like that's the common, that's our common way of expressing how much we like a person or if we're into a person, we just get to clapping cheeks real early. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) But... I feel like that's why we do get attached because like I said, like that's a part of us that we're giving into someone else. You know what I'm saying? It's that, mm-hmm. it's that, uh, it's that chemical release that, you know, that, that just, you know, gravitates you towards that person. You know what I'm saying? You start, you know, thinking with your emotions after that, at that point, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, I feel like in most cases, like, you know, there, there, there's possibly some people who can, you know, do that, and not necess- necessarily have any feelings towards it. And I feel like they're only they're only capable of doing that is because they're using that as an outlet from something else. You know what I'm saying? To where they can't really feel that emotion because they're running from something else at that point. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that's my take. Okay. Um, I definitely agree with you on the emotions part. I think we get possessive after having sex with one because it's like we don't want to see them have it with someone else. Like, especially – if it's, like, really good, you don't want to see them go off and have it with someone else. Um, you know, like, the comfortability that you have with the person is, like, it's it's hard to, like, okay, like, I like having sex with you, but are you staying loyal, you know what I'm saying, on your end? Are you doing anything? It's, like, we become possessive because it's, like, dog, like, the imagination, the imagination that we we get so caught up in, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it comes with, like, sex, just talking to a person, like, you know, prime example, I didn't want to go there, but Insecure with Molly, her fucking whole energy shift when she was in the car with Andrew, and he was like, yeah, I'm talking to other people. You're not talking to nobody else? She was like, yeah, I am, but she was pissed. Like, what the fuck (laughs) do you mean? You know, because it's like, I don't know. It's like it's like when you're looking for like when you're looking to settle down and you know what you want and this person has phenomenal sex and like the vibe is just there. You want that mm-hmm. person all to yourself, but it's like just because the vibe is there for you, it has to be on their end too. You get what I'm saying? I don't think that we we don't stop to see that. Like I was listening to your Aries friend the other day, Molly the writer, and she was saying like <laughs> a lot of us get into relationships off of what we can benefit from the other person. We never stop to think about what can I add to this person's happiness. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, shit, we think about ourselves in that moment. Like, nigga, I want that. Nobody else can get that shit. So um, <laughs> that ties into my next question. 
do you think men show more entitlement issues after having sex with women? And I'm talking about a scenario where, like, y'all know that y'all just having sex and there's nothing else, but if one of y'all see each other out with the opposite sex, who going to get in their feelings more? <laughs> Honestly, I would say women would. Oh. What? I would say women would more so. Honestly, like, and that, and that ain't, I mean, honestly, there's no shade thrown towards it. I mean, that's just, that's just based on how I would kind of look at it. I mean, I, I don't know. In my eyes, I feel like it's more, it's more 50-50. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, men can, men can show that type of emotion or, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, getting their feelings, but it won't be as emotional as a woman. Mm-hmm. But then again, at the same time, no, I take that back too. I feel like I feel like on both sides, it, they both can be as aggressive. Cause like you can, cause like I've seen, <laughs> I've seen various of you know posts on social media where like you know what I'm saying, and this is this is you know guy or I mean you know uh, male or female, you know what I'm saying how they would say you know fuck this person, you know what I'm saying I could do bad all without you type of shit, and it's like you know, and it'd be like you know you uh you have fun with that bitch or you have fun with that nigga like you know what i'm saying like i feel like it's 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 at the same level personally mm-hmm. like that's how i feel you know because we were saying in the previous question you know what i'm saying once you start having sex with a person like i don't give a fuck how how you know you feel you may have made like this verbal agreement with a person once you mm-hmm. lay down with that person that chemical release of emotions start to kick in and the the mm-hmm. imagery of you know of that being you know like a one on one like type of thing amongst y'all too and like no one else is involved and it's just y'all too like all of that shit mm-hmm. like really just kick, you know what I'm saying it's almost like a harmless possession type of shit like you know what I'm saying where yeah. it's like you know you you would assume that, you know, a person is just not up and just sleeping around with just everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. if they do give you that moment, you know, to have with them like that, then it's something special. You know what I'm saying? Like you're the only one that's worth this at the particular moment. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. not in the midst of it at the same time. So it's like if, if a person do like catch you, you know, out in public or, you know what I'm saying, like, or even like doing like some shit on social media where they might think, or just assume that, you know, okay, you might be more extra involved with this person, then, yeah, you're going to probably get in your feelings because, you know, not only the positive imagery during sex or after sex, you know, kicks in, but the negative imagery kicks in, too, when you do see a person maybe following the same footsteps with another person as they did with you, like, type of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like, honestly, it could both play a factor on both on both sides, honestly. I feel like, I feel like with a woman, though, you you get more loud and direct with a woman, like for real. <laughs> that should get loud and direct. Like she if gonna I let your ass. Honest, <laughs> if I could be honest, I think a woman. I mean, I don't know. I really think that men would take it harder and have entitlement issues because you have women that will really stroke a man's ego and make him feel like he's the only one in the world to where. It, it, it kind of, he got to take a double look, like, oh, she fucking with another nigga? She meant, she told me that nobody else compared to me. What the fuck is this? It, it hurts the ego a little bit to where you got to step up and come over there. Like, yo, what's this? You know what I'm saying? You good? And everything like that. Like, I just feel like y'all go a little extra mile because y'all hold us at a higher pedestal than we, you know, than we do y'all. Like, as women, we... We accept the bullshit. We still love y'all through the bullshit. It's the nurturing side that comes with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've known from the beginning of time that men are going to have their fuck-ups, and we have to be the strength to hold y'all together. But it's like a man holds a woman at a high pedestal, and if she makes a mistake, it's like, I can't believe you did this. And it's like, y'all will never be able to see us as the pure image that y'all put on this high pedestal after making one mistake. But... Y'all are still like kings in our eyes after every fucking mistake that y'all have put us through. You feel what I'm saying? So I don't know. That's just my take. I'm not trying to bash nobody. I'm just saying. Um, I didn't hurt the ego too much. Did I do, Steve? 
Oh no, I should. That ain't me, so I ain't taking him to it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, I, that I hurt the male ego by speaking that. <laughs> oh no, like I said, look, listen, that that don't define me, not not one bit. Like, there's <laughs> there's different categories of men and women. Trust me, I don't fall in that one. <laughs> so, it's, I mean, you heard you heard the feelings of a person that you're reading right now. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when it comes to when it comes to you trying to read me on this one, shit. I, my language is Hebrew. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even trying to read you. I'm just, I'm just saying. But okay, well that ties into yeah, yeah. my next question. We getting deep with it. This is the one that DC came up with, y'all. I did not go to uh, the guys yeah. with this one. This is what he said. <laughs> How vulnerable are you after sex? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Yo. Now, see, that's funny because I forgot I even said that shit, and it, that sounds like yeah. a question your ass answer. Now I got to answer my own goddamn question. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Shit, how vulnerable do I get? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, shit, I fall, I fall at the hands of you, girl. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, because <laughs> like, like I'm a romantic type of person. I'm a romantic type mm-hmm. of person, and that, and that's and that's just that's the side type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all about having, like, those romantic moments where, you know, like, it gets real sentimental and, you know what I'm saying, like, and the experiences become memorable and everything like that. And you have, like, those moments where, like, you can tell each other how much you mean to each other. You look each other in the eyes, all that type of shit. You do your LL Cool J, lick your lips type of shit, back your eyes, (laughs) all that type of shit. Like, I'm all, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all into that. So it's like, when it gets to the lovemaking part, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In, in in other people's terms, fucking. When it comes to when it comes to that particular moment, that takes it to a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like and honestly, like even even if I haven't had those particular moments with you as far as mo- romantic wise, like if it hops to <laughs> if it hops to the, the whole sex part thing, like that's a downfall for me. Because it's like now the fact that we skipped like the you know the important parts before getting to sex now i'm just imagining all the good shit by default you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like imagine how like you're this you know this beautiful person who has a beautiful soul and you know what i'm saying like you're well at heart you know what i'm saying you you know you're in love with yourself you know what i'm saying so you would never hurt me and we'll never have complications and shit like that because we've gotten to this <laughs> part already because we didn't got to fucking yeah. already, like you know what I'm saying, you would never be the opposite of what I'm imagining right now at this point after having sex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like because I think that way allows me to unlock myself to you and give me to you. You know what I'm saying in every aspect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I don't know you yet. It's the fact that you didn't <laughs> gave me. The I feel like I know you. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? If it's good, yeah. it's like you know. You know that was a hell of a night. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, she's stroking your ego up, she's stroking her, and it's just like, shit, what could go wrong at this point? Like, you know what I'm saying? The oohs and ahs and, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the the finales about five, seven times. Like, shit, like, it's good. Yo, like, I you know, so, Man. so yeah, like, <laughs> when it comes to being vulnerable, like, yeah, like, I feel like, yeah, after sex, if it, if it happens in that timely fashion, then yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm screwed. Yeah. Sex is um, not a drug. Yes, it is. I. It all depends <laughs> on the person. If I'm having who I'm having sex with, when I could be vulnerable, okay. because I, you know, back in college I was promiscuous. You know, I'm going to kid, and I've had sex with a guy, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I knew that it was just that. So there was no, like, cuddling afterwards. It's like, all right, deuces, I'm about to go back to my dorm room, thank you, or he will be leaving my dorm room to go back to his. But um, (laughs) I can be vulnerable. I can be vulnerable. Like, if I'm in love with you, you're going to get the, you know what I'm saying, the cuddling side, the talking side and everything, like, you know, but... Yeah, I, I, I can be vulnerable. Like, I ain't, you ain't going to have me, like, you know, feeding out the palm of your hand. I got boundaries, but I can be vulnerable, and I can be very loyal. Like, I can't I can't fuck multiple, you know, people at one time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. some right. girls do, 
you know what I'm saying? Like they 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 man eaters out here, hot girl summer. I can't I I can't do it. I can't even bring myself to serial dates. So it's like even if I'm not in a relationship and I'm fucking somebody, right? And I'm fucking somebody, I'm not gonna be fucking nobody else. I don't know. That's just me, but. I only get vulnerable if I know what it is. You get what I'm saying? If I, if I know what it is off top. Like, right. like you know, like we, we've been together. We have history. But if it's somebody that I just had sex with because I need a release, it's like, all right, Deuce, thank you. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but I haven't done that since I was, like, younger. You know, I'm 30 now. It's kind of hard to bounce back from those emotions. But, yeah, so that ties into my last question. Um, speaking of everything we just said, are you someone who can have casual sex or no? Fuck no. <laughs> I, definitely, I, I, I definitely can't because, you know, my emotions get tied into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've, I've tried, I've tried it one time. I tried it one time with a particular person and, and I think it was because like, that was like, the the way I went into it, I was thinking that I was going to be cool with it was because I had just got out of a relationship type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, you know, it was somebody, and it was somebody that, you know, I I knew fairly well, you know what I'm saying? Like she was a friend of a friend, you know, type of shit. So it was like, you know, we kind of got past like the whole getting to know you phase type of shit. Cause we, you know, we in a sense knew each other enough to possibly engage into that. So it was just like, okay, let me pick somebody that's convenient. And that's shit right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> to say, I mean, like, you know, it happened that way. And, um, yeah, the first time it happened, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, yeah, so, shit, where are we going from here? Like, like but shit, right. it wasn't like, but like, you know, I'll hit you up, you know, in a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? I won't talk to you until then. But, you know, when I do, get ready, like, type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't the case. Mm. It was like, you know. We was talking every day, you know, type of shit. You know, she was stroking the ego. Like, the crazy part about it was she was on the same level as me, like, type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mm-hmm. feel like if she was probably, you know, on the opposite side of it, like, it probably would have clicked to me a little bit more. But the fact that it was, like, you know, similar interests, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what kind of, like, fit it up more, you know what I'm saying? But I know, like, I know, deeply on my end, like, you know, I was searching for, you know, a relationship after the simple fact, um, after the simple fact we had had sex, you know, and, you know, I mean, and it was good too. So it was just like, okay, yo shit, that damn good. Like, yeah, I got to try to work hard to make sure that that I'm top reserved for that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, casual sex for me is definitely not the way to go because (laughs) I'm, because like, and I feel like most people think about it this way. Like when it comes to sex, like that's your prized possession. You know what I'm saying? So you don't really up and give it to anybody. I just feel like if you do, like, something wrong with you in the head just a little bit, not to say that in a bad way, it's just like you're going through some shit and, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, you don't you don't necessarily know when to tell the difference between, you know, that being a prized possession versus, you know, just giving it out there. You know what I'm saying? And it just don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I look at it, like, sex is like a prized possession. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a part of me giving to you, like, you know, type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Just as just as much as we can, you know, contribute to somebody materialistically and then when shit go wrong, you can be like, Well, I did this, this and that for you. Like you take a prize possession over over support, I could be you know, I can have you know, I can consider like a part of my body a prize of uh, um a you know, a possession that I you know, that I take highly of. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I don't have a large body count. You know what I'm saying? Like I got bougie dick. Let's just be clear. Like I got bougie dick. I don't just fuck anything and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it would take it would take for me to feel like we are getting into a relationship before I have sex with you. You know what I'm saying? And like like I said, the only time I had casual sex was with that particular person, but you know what I'm saying, like emotions escalated really high and yeah, it just didn't go nowhere at that point. So it was just like, Yeah, casual sex is out the door for me because you know, as as I especially as I realized what it was, it was just like, yeah, like that's not for me, like type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I had to reevaluate shit, and it was like, you know what, like, you know your worth, you know your, you know the worth of your dick, yada yada yada. Like, 
<laughs> so it's like unless unless I feel like we are engaging into a relationship, then I won't, you know, give myself up to you like that. Yeah, no, that's what I understand. Listen, I, I understand and agree wholeheartedly with you about that. Like, you know, like what we have is a prized possession, but the way this world is set up, man, like sex is so perverted. Like people, there's some people out here who can have casual sex and it don't mean shit to them. Like, you know, and I say that on female end, like, damn, like how do you know how to play your role? I've had casual sex before, but I'm at an age now where I got to retire that shit. I can't just have sex with somebody that, you know what I'm saying, I don't have no chemistry or no history with, if that makes sense. Like, I, I know that I want more in life, but I've had sex, but I, I it's not for me because guys don't know how to respect the boundary of, listen, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to cuddle you. I'm not about to make you no dinner. They're like, oh, you taking the fun out of it. No, this is what I need not to happen so that it won't, you know, like blur my mind, especially if you're not, if, if, if you know, saying you're not even talking about no relationship, like that's just going to confuse me. And niggas would get yeah. mad when I would say this. I'm like, man, you got all these stipulations. No, I think that you need to have stipulations. You need to have them. Okay, if we're going to have casual sex, then I don't feel comfortable doing this because this is going to make me think that it's more than what it is. Like, you have to be honest from the get-go, but a lot of people don't want to be honest. A lot of people want to string you along just so that they can get what they want, so they get mad. But, you know, like, the people out there who can, by all means, you know what I'm saying, like, more power to you, you know, like, Hey, you know what I'm saying? We <laughs> self love looks different to people. Self love looks different to everyone. Yeah. And I'm not hating, but I had to retire the shit. Casual sex, listen, thirties can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. But um <laughs> Well that being said, okay. Um yeah, I guess we can get into the stimulate your mind question. That was a dope segment. Drop it uh, easy. All right. <laughs> yeah. This one for the mothers out there. Fuck it. Let's stimulate that mind coverage. Well, him singing was for the mothers. The question's not for the mothers. So you got to think of the fuck it. But no. Well, yeah, it's like the, yeah, the, drop, the drop it part. You don't want to see that shit. <laughs> but no. The stimulation mind question this week is... um. When do you learn more about yourself? At the beginning of a relationship or the end? Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I wanted to bury this motherfucking question. <laughs> uh, okay, from my standpoint, and my standpoint, I you said you said either between the beginning or the end. When do you learn more about yourself? At the beginning of a relationship or, or the end? Or at the end, uh, based on my experiences, it was always more so towards the end, and honestly, sometimes in the be- in the middle. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I say in the middle is because, like, when I was in relationships, you know what I'm saying? You have like your, <clears throat> you have like your your um your your traditional, you know, first month to six months worth of the honeymoon stage type of shit, you know what I'm saying, where basically everything is just impossibly great, you know what I'm saying, like shit can't go wrong, you know what I'm saying, until you have like that first little baby argument, and then it's just like, you know, okay, I forgive you, you know what I'm saying, it's our little first argument, we have our understandings, yada, 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 you know what I'm saying, it takes up until, you know, you get used to shit and, like, you know, you start to hold motherfuckers accountable for, you know, certain actions that become repetitive and everything like that. And, you know, for me, that's when I kind of really started to understand, especially in the middle part of the relationship, is that, you know, how how strong-willed I am and at the same time how vulnerable I was, especially to certain relationships depending on certain situations, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I've been cheated up for in relationships, you know what I'm saying? And the vulnerable side of me wouldn't leave because of also the insecurities that I, you know, 
was reassured because it was like, you know, don't nobody else want me but this motherfucker. So, like, it's like almost like I might as well just deal with it type of shit. You know what I'm saying? But it it, it became it became clear towards the end of like my, my last serious relationship, which was about maybe five years ago or so to where, you know, I started, to, I started to understand, I started to understand like my self-worth and my self-love and type of shit, you know what I'm saying? And even though that one took six years for me to get it, I still got it, you know what I'm saying? And it mm-hmm. took towards the end where it was just like, you know, like I'm, yeah, I'm for real, like done, done, like type of shit, you know what I'm saying? And that's mm-hmm. despite, you know, that's um, despite, like, all of the things that was happening in my life personally, you know, towards the end of that, you know what I'm saying? Like, with the things that was happening at the time, like, in my head, I would have thought, like, okay, this is a this is a beyond vulnerable moment for me. So it was just like, okay, I might as well gravitate to this person because they know me and they know how to satisfy me and they know how to, you know, please me when they feel like it type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that was the next feel good type of person. But it was like, no, no, I will not go back to you, you know what I'm saying? Because the person that I need the most is me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Despite situations that I'm going through, you know what I'm saying, beside that relationship, I need me at this particular moment in time, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I lost myself, you know what I'm saying, since, since day one of having relationships. That's when I, you know, I I had already lost myself. I just never, I just never began the journey of finding myself. You know what I'm saying? So it it took the end of that last, you know, serious relationship for me to be like, okay, now it's time to have that journey to find myself. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, and it's because I went through so much stuff, you know what I'm saying? I granted, I, I, I did my push and shoves as well, but it was only because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I wasn't aware of, you know, why I was getting mad at certain things or, you know what I'm saying, why I would get jealous of certain, you know, certain shit. It was because I was just highly insecure and I didn't know how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't take the time out to, you know, take the further measures, you know, the willing measures, which was to be by myself in order to find myself. You know what I'm saying? I didn't take those measures until it was just time to be like, you know, that you're emotionally just fed the fuck up. And now it's just time to depart yourself, not only from women, but from the world in general. You know what I'm saying? Because now you got two separate tasks that you need to take on at hand. And that's to basically mm-hmm. recover from your DUIs. And secondly, fucking just find yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, with meshing all that together, I had to isolate the world out. You know what I'm saying? So, and that and that was, that was towards the end of two relationships of, you know, uh, the relationship I had uh, with with a, a particular woman for six years, and then the relationship that I had with myself that I wasn't aware of, or that I was that I was aware of, but didn't know how to get away from it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that was that actually awkward, insecure individual. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, honestly, from between the between the middle and the end is when I felt like personally, you know what I'm saying? Like I, you know found myself or learned a lot about myself really okay um i think that you learn more about yourself towards the end of a relationship versus the beginning because it's like you said in the beginning it's the honeymoon phase it's the um it's it's the first impression it's the seeing yep. little red flags i'm gonna walk past it but it be the same red flags <laughs> at the end that make you break up with them I think that you learn more about yourself at the end of a relationship when you start to sit back. Because like I said before, you know, I was told in my family, so I know in other black, you know, families, they said in order to get over one, you got to get up under the next. If you're constantly doing that, it, you, you, it probably won't be until like 10 plus years from now when you look up and like, yo, what the fuck? You know, I think you have to have that reality moment. Like how you said with you, you know, like, I, I had a relationship with myself that I didn't even know. Like, we all have that moment in our life where we like, dog, I got to go on a self-love journey and start finding myself because me being on my self-love journey, I am learning a lot more about myself than, you know what I'm saying, I ever have, you know, versus being in a relationship because I never knew what it was like to have my own individuality in a relationship because I watched my grandma and them fade themselves into whoever they were, whoever they were with. 
You get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't see them be their true capable self unless they was in a breakup. But that breakup, like, they would be single for, like, a short period of time. You get what I'm saying? And I found myself falling into that pattern. But, you know, it, it honestly, I've learned a lot about myself with just, like, reflecting on all of my relationships. I've learned the attachment issues that I have and that I was looking for someone to save me. And I'm realizing that I have to do that for myself. Like, I can't look for someone to make me happy. I have to look for someone to add to my happiness. So it's like, you know, I'm I'm just now learning a relationship that I have with myself because I think for the longest time, you know, when you grow up and you're getting critiqued and you're getting bullied, people tear you apart from wanting to even really get to know yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just yeah. want to look for validation and appraisal, like, you know what I'm saying, through somebody else because so many people have to teach you. It's like I don't even know how to do it for myself. But what's crazy was I think I heard this on the Friend Zone podcast. We always tend to draw ourselves towards the people that talk about us the most, and we don't believe shit anybody says on this end about, like, oh, you're really dope. No, you're just saying that to be nice because, you know, like, we already are our worst critics. So it's it's even it's even more fucked up when another person comes along and they kind of confirm what you already have flaws about. You get what I'm saying? But you have to focus in and you know pay attention to yourself. And I think that you learn that towards the end of a relationship. Like you know if you're not looking to get into the next one so soon. Like if you really sit down to do the shadow work, you really do learn about yourself. Because me, I've been meditating. I've been realizing how emotional I am. I've been realizing how creative I am. I've been realizing how strong I am. And, you know, I did a a poetry event live on someone's live the other day where I had performed two poems. And people were like, yo, like, I just see the glow in you. And it's like, that means a lot to me because depression can consume the shit out of me. So to know that I'm still getting up and giving, you know, I'm giving him my all every day. I know that I'm fighting back. I'm not letting depression win. You get what I'm saying? But I definitely agree with you. Thank you for that. But all right, I'm going to let you get into the shout-outs and appreciations. I lost my breath on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Well, well, yeah, first and foremost, shout-out to self-love is my rehab. You know what I'm saying? Without it. Yes. It wouldn't have been a therapeutic experience for me to become a better person, you know what I'm saying, a better version of myself, you know what I'm saying, each day and every day. Um, Shout out to God because without him it wouldn't be possible. Thank you, Complex, for allowing me to be a co-host and, you know, come on here and, you know, just simply be myself, goofy motherfucker. Um, (laughs) um, Shout out to Dynamic Culture Apparel. That's my baby. Don't play with it. Uh, we got some mm-hmm. heat coming soon. I'm not going to give an exact date on it because I don't want to put my foot in my fucking mouth, but just, <laughs> just, you know, be patient. You know what I'm saying? The wait will be over soon. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry. You know what I'm saying? If I'm speaking That's highly true. about it, that means that it's some shit still in the works. You know what I'm saying? So just be patient with me. You know what I'm saying? If it, if it's God's will, you know, we moving on God's time at this point. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just being patient and being humble and just learning how to move, you know, with God. Um. If you want to follow up on updates, um, you can follow my uh, business page on Instagram at dynamic underscore culture underscore apparel, or you can follow it as well on Facebook at dynamic culture apparel. And, you know, as always, shout out to all my positive kings and queens with positive vibes and positive energy. And shout out to all my negative Nancys and Karens with negative vibes and negative energy. <laughs> we still love you at the end of the day. We just wait for you to catch up. My <laughs> Oh, Shout out to this podcast, Self Love is My Rehab. It helps me to, to be a better person on an everyday basis. Um, I'm learning a lot about myself, and I'm just really learning to, you know, live in my truth, speak my truth. Um, you know, just apply to try to be a different person, not a different person, but try to be a better person every day. But I'm realizing I, I'm I'm being more gentle with myself because on this self love journey, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to learn more about yourself, and you're going to have setbacks. But just be gentle with yourself throughout the process. You know what I'm saying? Love yourself a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Because when you love yourself more, it's like you know what. You actually give yourself courage. I can do this shit. I told myself I was going to type last night. 
And I typed last night. I, I, my ass stayed up to like 1 o'clock in the morning. I typed. It's a lot, but I still got more to go. Um, with that being said, shout out to the book, No Apologies. That's at the platform for self-love is my rehab and Queens of Vibes and Visions. Um, out of Darkness is coming in June. Um, listen, I, I, I revoked the date back. My, you know what I'm saying? Like my mama, I wanted to drop on her birthday, but she, you know, her birth, she's a Gemini. She said it. June, every fucking day in June is my birthday. So if I drop it on June 30th, <laughs> that's still I celebrate her birthday. But, um, yeah. yeah, I'm wrapping it up. I'm on the last chapter. It's just that, you know, I with the typesetting and proofreading, I just want to make sure that I don't drop the ball with this one. Y'all really went hard for no apologies. Thank y'all for supporting and taking pictures. That book is still going strong today. I want Out of Darkness to just be like, yep, I'm here to finish, nigga. Like, I'm here to complete the series. I have arrived. <laughs> this is a story that arrived. we need to see. <laughs> um, <laughs> please follow me on com- please follow me on Instagram at complex underscore angel90 to get more updates. And, yes, it will be coming. And last but not least, shout out to God, because without him, I would not have a close relationship with myself. And we talk every day now. And it's like it's to the point where I don't even really – feel the need to want to be around others. Like, because I'd be like, I can't be by myself. I'd be like trying to find somewhere to go. I'd be so content in the house, you know what I'm saying? And I know that I'm growing because it took me a long time to get there. I'm, in the words of Jade, I'm celebrating those micro wins. And yep, that's my shout out oh. and appreciation. All right, DC, what's the, what you know about that topic? Hey, what you do about that? What you do about that? I do about that. Load a o. Okay. Um. So, the the uh, what you know about that topic, man, is we're gonna be talking about the best man. Now, this no need no further introduction. We already know what the best man is about, but we're gonna be talking about the entanglement between Lance Harper and Mia. Oh, Holy shit! So. Like I said, it don't need no much. It don't need. It don't need too much introduction, you know, as far as like what this entanglement was. But the the great debate. Shout out to um, the shade room. Great debate. Um, I had seen this post and it had asked um, uh, when it came to the entanglement. You know what I'm saying? Now that we grown, now that we're grown, <laughs> who was wrong in the situation? Was it Lance, Harper, or Mia? Which one you think? And this is this is just all personal opinion. No, there is no right or wrong yeah. answer here. Honestly, we grown. We're I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, damn shit. Cause I'm gonna say honestly, land on some real shit, on some real shit. Mm. Because listen, interesting, I know. I know Mia hit below the belt by fucking his best friend. I get that. Yeah. But, nigga, how many times have you cheated on me? How many times? You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If I'm putting my foot in my mouth because I know I would be pissed if my best friend fucked my man. And But I know I've been out here busting it wide open with every other nigga. I just feel like... I just feel like it was fucked up, but I am a believer in karma coming back tenfold. And when it comes back tenfold, it hurts like hell. And it hurts like hell. Like this nigga during the vows, that's all he could imagine. But now this goes back, this goes back. This goes back to my, my what I said in the uh, in in the question when I said niggas can sit up there and hold girls at a high pedestal. He did all that cheating, but now that you did this, I, you know, like it's the end of the fucking world. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. this is your karma for what you did, and it's like women, we can be very savage and very conniving, and when we want you to hurt, we want you to hurt, and that was the only way that she could do it by fucking his best friend. And I'm not trying to condone it, but that's what she did. And then told him, you know what I'm saying, you better take this. In. Like when, when she said love is patient, love is kind, it does not keep record of wrong, that was her saying, you did your shit, I did my shit too. 
But we gonna leave that at the altar and we gonna keep it moving. Yeah. What's your take on it? Well, I'm about to smack all three of these motherfuckers. I think all three of them are just like <laughs> all three all three are just like regularly in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? We'll start with Lance. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you on on the whole Lance situation. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't you can't cause and the thing was what made it worse about him was that he was a professional athlete. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you're yeah. a professional athlete, there comes hopes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say women, there comes hopes. You know what I'm saying? Those are the ones that are trying to get into the limelight because you you're a baller, you got this money and you shining and all this other type of shit. So those are gonna come. You know what I'm saying? Whether you decide to, you know, realize what you got at home and just you know, leave them alone, you know what I'm saying, like on some LeBron James level type shit, then I can't feel no type of sympathy for you. The only sympathy that I can possibly have for you or anyone in you know, in a particular manner where they were fucking up over somebody and they decided they wanted to change their lives for the better and start committing to that person, it's a little too late for that mm-hmm. because you didn't already hurt this person well enough to where they sitting black, they sitting back and they're marinating your ass. They about ready to cook you at any given moment in time, regardless <laughs> if you made amends with the shit, they marinating your ass. And and that, mm-hmm. that goes to Mia. I get you hurting. You pretty much got a pass to pretty much do whatever it is you want to do. But mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to committing cheating is it's not it's not a safe place to go towards anybody close to ken it's just not like you know what i'm saying like honestly i feel like if it was if it was a different person it probably wouldn't hurt as bad you know what i'm saying but i get what you're saying though like when you do hurt you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. when a love when when somebody you love dearly who's potentially mm-hmm. supposed to be you know what i'm saying like your husband to be you know what i'm saying right. when they hurt you that way your mind doesn't think to, okay, I'm going to hurt him, but I'm going to hurt him lightly. No, like you about, you, you trying to, you know, <laughs> decapitate this nigga. Like you're trying to reach every high limit to hurt him. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I get where she's coming from. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, that's, that's natural instincts of just wanting to just fatally hurt a person the way you want yeah. them to hurt the way you hurt. You know what I'm saying? And the only way yeah. you feel to do so is to possibly just fuck the best friend. And speaking of the best friend, old Papa, nigga, what were you thinking of fucking writing a book, subliminally talking about the whole fucking affair, you know what I'm saying, from start to finish type of shit, you know what I'm saying? And he described how, like, she was, how she was feeling every stroke in the climax and all that shit. And you didn't think that your best friend would read this book eventually. <laughs> that's why, like, when that's, well, I swear to God, as a kid, when he was reading that book, when Morris Chestnut was reading that book, and just just hearing the narration of Tate Diggs, you know, talk about the book and how he was reading and, and, and the more he got deeper into it, nigga, you can just see the devil horns coming out his forehead. Like, the screen mm-hmm. started turning red. And, like, he gripped that book so damn hard, like, you couldn't even see the book no more. Like, he gripped the <laughs> book so fucking And that nigga slammed open the door, and he said, you fucked me up. That nigga take this, like, oh, right, what? He said, I'm kill you. I'm kill you. <laughs> nah, I swear to God, like, I felt scared. Like, that's how furious this nigga was. But... I think I think the 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 ultimate goal and the the um the exception out of it all was okay I did my wrongs you did your wrongs mm-hmm. I'm hurting just as much as you are hurting I got to look at the person that you were smashing because he's my best man <laughs> but it's like yeah. you know like towards the end, like towards the end like before before they actually started um before they started the ceremony or whatever when him and Tate Diggs went to go pray like I feel like that was a very powerful moment. You know what I'm saying? Especially in the black community to where, like, you know, brothers can kind of, like, you know, reunite and come together. And, you know, despite, you know, things, you know, double-crossing actions, you know what I'm saying? He was able to forgive because of his religion, too, as well. You know what I'm saying? And and for him to be able to say those vows and have the person that had an affair with his wife-to-be right behind him, Mm-hmm. Was, but his face was fucked up. <laughs> dog, dog. <laughs> like, so yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold all three accountable. You know, what I'm saying everybody took, everybody took, you know, immature actions towards it. I don't even. Honestly, I don't even know what 
what Harper's motive was to go ahead and actually have sex with her. Now, I might have to rewatch that movie all over again because I'm not even sure. Well, shit, did, did he even know that that was his fiance? Yeah, she came on to him. Yeah, so see, Remember yeah, I would, I would have to. She is, I, I would have to add more. Yeah, I'm gonna add more points onto his shit because it's like yo, yo, niggas, fiance is coming on to you. Like, why did you still decide to take further action? Like, yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, you just gotta be careful who you hurt. You gotta be careful mm-hmm. who you hurt. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because it can it can be it can be as bad as that, or it can be as bad as uh, a thin line between love and hate, where you know <laughs> Martin's character was the player and he started coming on to, you know, this chick who basically told you while having sex that she killed her ex-husband because, you know what I'm saying? Because she, because he cheated or, you know, did her wrong and shit like that, but you still decided to play these player actions. And then before you knew it, you was damn near on your deathbed because you done fucked up, you know, type mm-hmm. of shit. So, I mean, you got to be careful who you hurt out here, man. Yeah. And we're fighting. We'll always get you burnt. <laughs> that was a good oh, one. <laughs> well, with that being said, close us out with the dynamic culture quote. Look at her saying it right. Go ahead with your bad spell, girl. <laughs> Whatever, dog. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, but yeah, this is the closed caption, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it was a very good episode. You know what I'm saying? I liked it. You know, from from start to finish, it was a really good episode. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed it as well. You know what I'm saying? For everyone who didn't listen. Um, you know, be sure to tune in, you know what I'm saying? Every episode is fucking fire. You know what I'm saying? We we enjoy it every single moment. You know what I'm saying? So not only do we do this for ourselves, but we do it for y'all as well. You know what I'm saying? Just to be able to do these episodes and, you know, hopefully, you know, somebody get a message out of it and be able to apply it to their life, you know what I'm saying, and just move forward for the better. You know what I'm saying? But with that being said, we're going to jump into this dynamic quote, and it's going to be for the mothers today. You know what I'm saying? Um it's Mother's Day, so why not? Um, so the dynamic culture quote is, the soft rain that falls before rainbows appear, the flowers that burst with colors in spring, cannot compare to the beauty found within the heart of a mother. So I say that yeah. to say, as much as y'all get on our nerves, it's, 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 for, it's for a sense of our own good. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate y'all every single day. Um, you know, even for the ones that aren't here, you know, I hate to bring that up, but, you know, um, even in the heavens above, you still shine on your children, you know what I'm saying? And, um, sorry, getting a little choked up there because I'm thinking about my grandmother. Um, you are, you are dearly appreciated. You know, we wish you were still here every single last one of y'all, um, to be able to, share every moment with your children, your grandchildren, and, you know, so forth. Um, so, yeah, we love y'all dearly, each and every one of y'all, even in the heavens above. So, with that being said, yes. peace and love, and uh, we are out. Peace and love. Happy Mother's Day.